Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. An incredible victory for the United States Marines, class-wide certification and protection for all service members in the U.S. Marine Corps. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Yeah, this is definitely an exciting time to be able to actually say the U.S. Marines have class protection from the shot mandate. I mean, Matt, we have gone to court however, however many times. We've got all our injunctions from Judge Meriday, but we've kept asking for class protection, and it finally came. Class-wide protection, a lot of people talk about, why don't you file a class action lawsuit? Lots of times people say that because they don't understand what that means. Class-wide protection means that you have certain plaintiffs that are representative of a broader class, and the class is innumerable. There's lots of people. You couldn't bring them all in. Mm -hmm. So there's got to be a commonality between the plaintiffs that are the named individuals based upon common facts and common application of the law. And that's where you ultimately can get class certification. But it's very difficult to get class certification. That's why you don't see right. a lot of class action lawsuits. But this was certified as a class, and now the injunction that has been issued applies to all the members of the class. The members of the class are those individuals who have applied for a religious exemption. Their religious accommodation has been denied, at least at the first level, if not at the second level of appeal. And those individuals now are under the protection so that they cannot be forced against any member of the class to take the COVID shot. They cannot be separated or discharged from the Marine Corps. And there could be no retaliation against them. No retaliation because of their pursuit of their accommodation and religious rights under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Right. So all of those individuals, that's a broad class of people. Huge, huge victory. The military and the Department of Defense has always through this litigation, Holly, from the very beginning, just brazenly operated as though they are above the law. Absolutely. And even told the judge that, you know, you don't have any right to, to rule over the military. And the judge was like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> right. And he came back and said, no, um, Congress, through the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, overwhelmingly passed that, both House and Senate, Democrats mm -hmm. and Republicans, signed into law by President Bill Clinton. And gave that directive to the federal courts to enforce that federal law, and no one, no one right. is above that law. Right. You know, my favorite statement in his uh, ruling, and it, the one that just popped out of me when we first read this that night when he when it came out, Judge Meriday made regarding the, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, he said, obviously, RIFRA includes everyone from the president to a park ranger, from the chief justice of the United States to a probation officer, from the speaker of the house to a member's district office staffer, from the chairman of the joint chiefs of staff to a military recruiter, even if they don't like it, and even if they don't agree with it, the free exercise clause and RIFRA are the law of the land. That's a powerful That's statement. Powerful. And he reiterates that in other places as well, uh, that 
everyone is under the law and that the Congress and the president actually vested this authority in the federal courts. Obviously, the federal courts don't run the military. Certainly not. He doesn't pretend to say that. But in no fact, exception. he says the opposite. And he says, but if you violate the free exercise clause and if you violate the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, the forum to adjudicate those claims is here in the federal courts, and right. the federal court will not shirk its duty or run from its obligation, and you must follow that law. And there's no exception for the religious freedom, especially those in the military who have taken an oath to defend this country. Their religious freedom is just as important as anyone else's. You know, on August the 3rd, we had a first lieutenant who is one of our plaintiffs in the case of the United States Marines. He was given 48 hours notice to vacate, uh, move out of the military and out of his military housing with his wife and two children in Camp Pendleton. He had to leave by August the 5th. We filed a temporary restraining order emergency. They gave him two days notice, even though they already knew about it. And we did that on the afternoon of August the 4th. Uh, by the afternoon, at the end of the day, we got a TRO. We were back in court on August 10. On August 10, he testified, along with another first lieutenant, who actually was evicted. With that same 48 hours notice, he was not one of our plaintiffs, but he testified as well. And so it comes up in this order, and he chides the military for being so abusive and callous, mm -hmm. and he actually says some of, their, some of their actions are morally repugnant. And he says this, and the resort to two-day warnings of discharge, and in the instance of First Lieutenant and undoubtedly others, suddenly charging daily rent of more than $100 to remain in military housing while packing one's family and searching for civilian housing suggest retribution and retaliation, the existence of which detracts from the Marine Corps' claim elsewhere that this action to good faith treatment of a religious uh, objector. So they say, well, we're, we're acting in good faith. No way. He also says this. This is a powerful mm -hmm. statement. All the Marines of different faiths, different education, and different acumen might understand or explain this objection differently and with more or less clarity. Many Marines, including Christians and Muslims, object to the COVID-19 vaccine was developed from cell lines derived from electively aborted fetuses and that introducing an mRNA active substance into their body either desecrates their body, a temple of the Holy Spirit, or is haram, forbidden. In any case, neither the military nor the judiciary can judge the validity of a religious objection, unless the objection is irrational, delusional, or the like, but can judge only the sincerity of belief, which is demonstrated firmly in the administrative record by the chaplain's assessment of sincerity. You know, that's a powerful paragraph because Religious freedom is for everyone. Right, Christians he, and Muslims. We've, all of our plaintiffs that we've brought before the court are Christians, but there was a Muslim of the United States Marines, and he is a someone who has a very similar belief that, number one, he doesn't want to be associated with anything related to aborted fetal cell with abortion. He's pro-life, and he doesn't want to put an mRNA substance into his body because it would desecrate his body. This particular order is powerful because it really shows everyone is entitled to their sincerely held religious beliefs. And you may or may not agree with the basis of their belief. That's not the point. The only competence that a court has is not to debate 
or the Department of Defense or the military, not to debate whether or not your belief is rational, logical, whether they have a different view or take of it. We've seen this, for example, with employers trying to belittle individuals' religious belief. Well, have you ever taken Tylenol? Have you ever taken aspirin? They try to trip you up. The only inquiry, whether it's private or public, is, is your belief sincere? Are you just making it up on the fly in order to opt out of something? If it's sincere and it's a very easy threshold to cross over, then the burden shifts over, in this case, to the government or even to the employer in the private sector. So this is a powerful, powerful order, and it is the best order written out there so far on the military. He also talks about the military having no interest in providing reasonable accommodation to the person. He says, in other words, the efficacy of precautions other than vaccination is built into the record, and the Marine Corps understands undertakes no meaningful effort to disprove the suitability of these precautions. And the record reveals that the passage of time since the outbreak of COVID-19 has not deteriorated the efficacy of these alternative precautions. Rather, as the record confirms, the passage of time has resulted in almost entirely, listen to this, vaccinated Marine Corps and in COVID-19 variants of much less severity, especially among strong, young, healthy, fit Marines, that is by far the most of them. He goes on to talk about how most of the people that are getting the infections are those that are vaccinated. He talks about how the Marine Corps and other military branches before the COVID shots and even during the COVID shots did alternative means of protection and military readiness was not compromised. Right. He was clear to say that their their choice to decline these shots does not affect their ability to serve in their position. Absolutely. It's a very powerful opinion. I encourage you to go to lc.org forward slash military. We have the press release there. We also have the actual order. It is well worth the read. In fact, uh, I read it, brought tears to my eyes. Other people in our office the same thing because we know and understand we've lived through the emotions of these men and women and their families. Praise God for this incredible order. Thank you for praying. The battle's not over. lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.